You're listening to ADHD Diversified, part of the ADHD Rewired Podcast Network. Um, what's on my mind this week is community. So what about it? I mean, I love the show, but that's not where I'm going with this. Great show though, right? Um, if I think about community or having community, it's become the one thing in my life that makes everything else easier or unnecessary. Now, if that line sounds familiar, it might be because if you've heard of The One Thing by Gary Keller or read The One Thing, it's a reading requirement for ADHD or Wired's coaching and accountability groups. I read it, I've listened to it a few times, and you know, at first I didn't like the idea of The One Thing, but probably because I didn't really understand it. Well, okay, that's a lie. It's because I was just resistant to the idea of having a one thing. Um, and I've been a peer mentor in the groups for like the last seven seasons at the time of this recording anyway. But yeah, it's like I first heard it and it was like, oh, the one thing? Like, what's that? Like, can I really stick to one thing? Is it actually about sticking to one thing? I mean, I have ADHD. I have a lot of interests and fascinations and I just want to tinker with everything. But I digress. <laughs> Moving on. So community, community, community. I guess, you know, when I found some kind of community, it's made for a really interesting past couple of years. Um, when I did start taking my mental health seriously, when I was diagnosed with ADHD, which was, I think, the fall, summer, fall of 2019, like right before the pandemic, you know, and then like actually admitting that I wanted to work on my mental health. Um, you know, I just wanted to manage my emotions a little bit better. And then when I got diagnosed with ADHD, it was like, oh, emotional dysregulation is a thing that comes with ADHD. That's fun. So there was that. And it's helped. It helps still that I have uh, a partner with ADHD as well. Like, I wouldn't have actually even found out that I have ADHD if it weren't for him. You know, he just saw me for me, even though I was so, like, emotionally unmanaged that, you know, I was angry and I would lash out and I would just say stuff that was probably, well, was hurtful and, like, just, I was just angry. But to have had someone see past that and say, hey, like, okay, there's like some emotional stuff going on, but also you leave cups everywhere and you don't close the cupboard doors and we both leave socks everywhere. Have you thought that it's ADHD? And I think if I wasn't open to the idea that it actually is, was, and obviously is ADHD, had I not taken the steps to get diagnosed, I wouldn't have... I wouldn't be where I am now. And even though ADHD is an explanation for basically the majority of my past and present difficulties, it helped here at home that I had somebody who understood, but it also made me feel alone because I, I couldn't think of anyone at the time who I knew that also had ADHD which is why community is so important and why it's become 
so important to me because without community, without relationships, without people that I could actually relate to, that my brain can relate to, and it's not weird, you know, without that sense of belonging, like there's no way that I would have been able to accomplish what I have been able to get done over the last two or three years. Like, have you ever been in a room, walk, walked in a room, and, and you walk in and you just feel invisible? You know, it's a room full of people that you know, and they know you, but you feel a little off. Or have you ever had that feeling like, sure, they might know you, and sure, you might know them, but wondering if they really know you? If you're vigorously nodding your head, then yeah, me too. Been there, been that, done that. And it's hard, right? Going through life and masking and trying to fit in and be like the people that you're surrounded by the most, I guess. There's some groups where, you know, you kind of have to blend in a little bit if it's a one-off thing, but if you're, say, at work or there's a community, a, a different community that you're in that you need to, I don't know, dress a certain way, act a certain way, behave a certain way, um, and if it doesn't come naturally, or maybe it does because of years of, of masking to hide, you know, other behaviors or to make up for other behaviors, it comes at a cost. And I don't know that that's really, if you have to hide who you are in a community, I don't know that I personally would define that as a community. And then maybe there's instances where we haven't had a choice in our surroundings or the communities we associate with or the people that we associate with. Like growing up, uh, when we were kids, we probably most likely didn't get the choice of the adults we had in our lives. We most likely didn't get the choice of school we went to when we were kids. And then, you know, when we did grow up, I know that I did for a while is, you know, I stuck around some of the same groups or the same crew or whatever you want to call it because there was an association there, because it was comfortable, because it was familiar. Maybe for others, maybe they stay in the same circles because of family, or maybe it's because it is family, so it's an expectation to just always be around. And maybe we stick with them, even though we don't quite feel right about being around these particular groups. Like, we stay because it's familiar. There's, you know, when we stay in those groups and there's a societal standard of conduct, or maybe there is just a way that a group behaves that we sort of mirror that, um, or we, you know, it just it just takes a lot of work. Um, maybe we just nod our heads in agreement or disagreement, and then we want to contribute, and then when we do, maybe we talk too fast or too slow, or we trail off into a different topic, or speak in broken sentences and then the next thing you know it's been an hour and you're like wait what was my point right come on I'm not the only one that's done that please right cool but that like it's kind of the worst in certain situations right where it's like someone says to you after you've been telling a story for a while like get to the point already Ugh. 
like that that one hurts like i'm just trying to tell a story and i'll get there eventually right we'll get there a lot of us with adhd are storytellers like yeah we might have a point to make but it might take us a detour or two to get there hmm i digress again okay i'm bringing it back So for me, you know, pair that sense of feeling alone in a room full of people with, um, how do I explain this? Right, okay. So, you know, ADHD, uh, not only is my brain different, but depending on where I am, so is my appearance. I'm a visible minority. And I I think we actually only say, quote unquote, visible minority in Canada, correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah. Clearly Asian. Clearly different. If you're just listening to this, I've had feedback that I have, you know, I sound pretty Canadian. Great. (laughs) That's what happens when I'm, like, I'm, I'm also born here in Canada too, right? So for me, like, I'm torn between two cultures. I'm honestly torn between, like, I'm torn with my identity sometimes. Because, like, even, you know, in my own history, um, I I used to go to church and I went to a Filipino church. And even though it was a community, it was a smaller church, um, you know, there was always still a little bit of a, a nagging feeling. Like, I didn't quite fully belong, even though it was pretty tight-knit and it was... I needed the community at the time. I went when I was a teenager into... I think I stopped going in my early 20s, but yeah. Like, okay, so yeah, I'm born in Canada, so I'm Canadian. Um, I grew up with Western values, North American values, I guess, I don't know. And my dad is Canadian, so I have that, you know, that influence too. And then I'm Filipino, like my mom's Filipino, so there's that. And then, yeah, I grew up in a Filipino community, mostly, like outside of school. And then I went to a Filipino church, which was actually my choice. I wasn't forced to go or anything. Um, And then my school was pretty diverse. So I had, you know, influences and associations in all sorts of places. But, you know, I, I rarely felt like I fit into any of them. You know, not Asian enough, not Canadian enough, not Filipino enough. Yeah, there's a whole story behind the whole not Filipino enough thing, but I'm gonna save that for another day, but it's like, actually makes me angry. Basically, not enough blank, whatever, fill in the blank, for whatever quote-unquote room I was in. Like, it wasn't fun. It didn't feel good. It felt... It felt isolating. You know, when you're different one way in one group, different in another way in another group, that, that's, you know, sort of where the identity part comes in for me is, like, where do I fit into any of that? And then, you know, I'm, I'm, I still fight internally about, I'm going to sound like a broken record, you know, the model minority myth. I've never fit into that label. And then fighting with other tropes. Uh, I won't get into that, but to hint, right, like some tropes are kind of funny that are used in comedy and other tropes are not great. Um, okay, again, off topic, but maybe this will help make my point. Like, sure, 
walk into a room where you feel alone, walk into a room where you feel like nobody gets you, walk through life feeling misunderstood. Save for a few people for me who, you know, they they get me. But like not there wasn't a, a community that I could really talk about like how my brain works, how it works so fast, why I like not getting ridiculed for trailing off on 10 different tangents to get to from point A to B, right? Um, for me, historically, it's been that feeling alone in a room full of people feeling and being misrepresented. What I mean by being misrepresented is being shown through TV, movies, media, that people who look like me are you know, we've been depicted in certain ways that have made me wonder in the past, like, am I supposed to act like that? Am I supposed to be like that? Because I'm not like that. <laughs> Added to, like, how, I don't know, how do I put this delicately? Like, how those tropes and representations of Asian people, like, if those have been subconsciously signaling to others that like that's how people who look like me present yeah because like we kind of don't sorry to disappoint i'll speak for myself i don't like i don't have the blue streak in my hair i am not like i'm a little shy but i'm not quiet once you get to know me um i'm not a dragon lady i don't know like those kinds of things right there's i don't know it's not all of us are like that and I know that people understand that, you know, it's a stereotype or it's for TV, but still, like, it's, it's still a form of representation that isn't necessarily accurate. And that's, you know, for me, that's where community comes in. That's where the right community for me comes in. It's basically a necessity for me at this point. Um, and for the most part, the communities that I'm active in, you know, I don't have that issue anymore. I don't have to wonder if people will just get it. I don't have to be, well, I still am, but I don't have to be as, um, you know, I have less fear or I, I wonder a little bit less, like, oh my God, is, like, am I going to offend someone? Am I going to put my foot in my mouth? Is my ADHD going to make me blurt something out or try to add to the conversation, but then I'll take three other routes to get to the point? Chances are, I probably will. <laughs> but being in a community where that's like, you know, something we've all done or do, um, you know, we know what that's like. And we also know what it's like to be shamed for something we said that like we just blurted it out. Like we know what that's like. And that makes me feel validated. like in an ADHD group, like we're not weird. Well, okay, maybe some of us are a little weird. I'll speak for myself, I'm a little weird. But I don't have to feel bad for being a little weird and awkward. But I'd also be disingenuous if I didn't say that I do still think about how my appearance might influence the way other people might talk to me or interact with me. I still get anxious about my appearance, my ethnic appearance, and how that might give an impression of my abilities or my language skills. 
which that's nothing new to me. I've dealt with that, especially in retail. Um, there's more, but I won't talk about that right now. But yeah, that's, you know, that's a part of the importance of community for me has also been that I get to talk about these things. I get to have open conversations about these feelings that I have, about these experiences that I've had. Not all of them are ADHD related, but they matter because in some ways, maybe there's areas where it's made my ADHD worse. Maybe it's made me overcompensate and use certain tools to really look like that I don't have ADHD or to at least look like that I'm not having a difficult time with something. Um, you know, just being able to talk about those things without being judged is huge. And, you know, one of those communities that I'm involved in is the ADHD Rewired community, right? Like my podcast came out of being a part of that community. The ways that I've been able to transform my life have come out of that and being active and being a part of it. And it wasn't because of anything a single person did or that a coach did. You know, it really was the community, you know, like just being able to have fun, just being able to talk, being able to have hard conversations. You know, before I decided to start taking an active part in the Rewired community and before I started my podcast, and even today still though, like I'm, I was so uncomfortable then with sharing all these feelings that I have about mental health and what dealing with mental health meant. I was, and I was like even more uncomfortable sharing these life experiences that I've had that at the time I didn't see a lot of other folks that looked like me. The long short is I didn't see like really, I think I saw like maybe two or three other Asian people in, in the community that was like, yeah, there's something missing here, you know? And I, I was like, well, uh, I don't know. I'll just talk about it anyway and, and how unfortunately it happens, but some appearance matters in some places that, and it does affect the way people treat you sometimes. And I wanted to talk about that. But really though, like with the right people, with the right tools, with just finally being able to speak up with people who are open to hearing you. I don't feel like I have to play a part or a trope. I don't feel like I have to play a stereotype. I don't feel as much here, you know, that there's some expectation of a particular presentation or representation that I need to hype up, you know? Like, I can just be me and I've made some really great friends out of it. We can talk about how our brains work and we're not gonna judge each other for it. Like we can just be ourselves. And that's huge. I can be comfortable in my own skin. I can be comfortable with my own voice, kind of. Um, yeah, community is one thing in my life that makes everything else easier or unnecessary. I'm really grateful for it. And I'll close this off by saying this, just like I always do. You matter. You really do. Whoever you are, you matter. Whatever your experience is, you matter. Whatever you're trying to accomplish in life, whatever you're trying to achieve, whatever goals you have, they matter. 
And it took me, it took me a community to realize that the things that I wanted to do, the things I wanted to speak up about, it took a lot of questions for me to realize that my goals matter too. So if you have a good intention, if you have a goal of something you want to achieve, you know, what's, <laughs> what's the one thing you can do that can make it easier to start? So until next week, and to the community that is listening, thank you so much for playing a huge part in, again, why I'm continuing to do this. And remember, you matter. I'll see you next time. <laughs>